0: to the Potscast St Lucia edition yeah, in this episode I'm recording at the beach so you may hear the sounds of the sea in the background you'll probably hear some idiots walking past <laughs> you'll probably hear some car t- come up with the loud music but I want to talk about pottery I want to talk about what I've been getting up to pottery wise I still haven't built the studio let's move on from that What I have been doing is I've been really, really, really getting to grips with the local clay. What has been happening since I arrived and since people knew I was here is that everyone who knows me has been been handing me, so I'm gonna have to close the car door because they've started to be very loud over there. People have been, just handing me clay, because everyone has clay in their garden. So people have been giving me clay in bags and stuff. And I tried to process most of it, but none of it was plastic enough. None of it was moldable enough for me to use on the wheel. So, I gave up. Every time someone gave me some clay, I'd sort of have a quick test, and it it was never right. And so I gave up. And then one day I was on my land and it had been raining and there was, like, big clumps of clay sticking out of the dirt. And so I just grabbed a massive lump of clay and took it home and stuck it in a bucket and and sort of didn't really think much of it. And then I thought, one day, what's in this bucket? (laughs) And I opened it up and it was a local clay. And I thought, oh, let's let's see what it looks like. So I grabbed some. And I squished it, and it squished really nicely in my hands. And it wasn't too groggy. It didn't have too much sand. It wasn't too coarse. It was quite smooth. And I thought, oh. And then I sort of moulded it. I, I rolled it into a sausage, and it rolled. It was a little bit sticky, but it still rolled. And then I bent it, and it bent into a really nice shape. And I actually made it into a ring. And I thought, oh, hey, this looks really promising. So I went through the whole processing of it and then before I knew it I had a lump of clay and I thought right what am I gonna do with it so I thought let's throw something (laughs) so in the end I threw three pots and I thought before I put them because they were so beautiful (laughs) I thought okay what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut out a like a little test tile little flower and I'll put that in first, because I happen to have a bisque kiln going in. I thought, oh, I'll stick this in and let's see what happens to it. So I stuck it in and it came through bisque and it looked beautiful. It changed color, it changed to a nice, oh, it was a lovely color. And I thought, oh, I wonder what color it's gonna end up. So I, what I did was I, I used the petals to test different glazes and see how they worked. And I put some transparent over the top to see if that worked. And then I stuck it in the glaze kiln at normal glaze temperatures. And it came out and I was so excited because it meant that it survived. Obviously, I use cookies. Don't get me wrong. I didn't just stick it in. I stuck it in on a cookie. And yeah, it survived. And I was so excited. So then I, I thought, right, I can put these pots in. So I put them in, but in the drying, the fragrance burner cracked. So I knew that I hadn't done a good job with the throwing. (laughs) And so I wasn't really holding up much hope with the other two. And I thought, okay, let's just see how they end up. So when they came out, two of them were cracked, but one was intact, which meant that the cracking came not from the clay but from maker's error. So basically I was did a really shit job of making it. I didn't what I didn't do is I didn't compress the bottoms enough. And when you don't compress the bottoms they crack. So um, yeah so I knew wow it worked. So then I wanted to see if you could mix the St Lucian clay with the British clay because I had an idea that if I could add a little bit of British clay it it was a little bit sticky and it, and obviously you have to be technically really good because you can't make mistakes because you make mistakes and it cracks. So I thought if I added a bit of British clay, it might make it a little more versatile. So I basically wedged in a bit of the white stoneware. I, I thought I'd just wedge some of that into it. And then I thought, why not wedge some of my reclaimed clay into it? And then I thought, while I'm at it, why not do some mixing? So I did a whole lot of different varieties of concentrations of local clay and English clay to see what different colours come out obviously I've forgotten which concentrations were which but I think I've got a really a good idea but obviously being a proper potter I should have actually written everything down because proper potters do test tiles and write things down whereas I just go just fling it in and see what you know I just mess I just see oh I'll do that and I don't bother to write it down normally because I make my decisions just before I throw or while I'm throwing so my hand's are always covered in clay so I can't actually write anything down but yes I made, an, a, I made a set I did a, two plates a beaker, a bowl and a mug to see if I could make all those things and if they all could come out and they all came out beautifully so then I just went wild and just made loads and loads and loads of 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 stuff with the local clay. I've decided that the normal British clay items will just have the word St. Lucia on them, and anything that's made with local clay will have St. Lucia clay written on them, and that's how I can tell tell the difference. I'm also, because it's such a beautiful clay, I've also started doing a lot more naked, so not putting glazing on bits, and putting glaze on just partial. Most of the outsides I'm leaving as natural, even if I put you know transparent on it. I'm still leaving natural. But it's so exciting to know that I can just dig up my clay to use in my studio. And Obviously I'm thinking in terms of money, I'm thinking this is more sustainable because it means that I will have to order much less clay from England. And if, when I get better at making, I can stop buying clay in England altogether. But it's, it's just ironic that the only clay that works effectively is the clay that was on my land. Of all things, how weird is that? And I know why. It's because it's got a high concentration of iron. And that, so I found out, it helps it be more sturdy in the kiln and withstands the higher temperatures. That's what I've read. I could be wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm wrong. But, yeah. I found the process really, really quite exciting. I've put videos on... YouTube of how I did it, what the process was. If anyone wants any other information, you can just get in touch, leave me a message, leave a comment, and I'll get back to you. But honestly, any potters out there, I would absolutely recommend you having a go at processing the clay and and playing, messing around with it, and seeing what happens. Because honestly, the colours. I'm, I'm astounded. I've been using a pretty much neat with a little bit of white slip as a decorating slip, as my new brown, because the brown it makes is such a beautiful chocolate brown. It's like a rusty chocolate. It's really, really lovely. And, <laughs> yeah, so I've now got a never-ending supply of brown slip. <laughs> but I, I, I'm starting to like neutral colours a bit more. Obviously, I'm still going to do my colours, my bright, bright, brights. And the orange and reds come out really good on this clay. And when you leave a gap gap where, where it goes from glaze to natural clay, the iron comes out and it gives you a nice red line between the two. It's beautiful, honestly. I'll put pictures and videos and everything you need to know. I'll put links and everything on the blog. So even if you don't usually head over to the blog, head over to the blog to get all the information. Or you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, my Keramic by Amanda YouTube channel. Everything's on there. I'm going to start putting more videos up. Or if you want a day-to-day, what I'm doing day-to-day, I'd suggest you uh, follow me on TikTok. Because I'm, I'm loving TikTok, people. I'm absolutely loving TikTok. It is so much fun, and there are so many other potters on there. Well, not a huge amount, but enough to make it interesting. And doing little short 30 second time lapses, which I prefer to do, is ideal for TikTok. I mean, I'm not getting, you know, millions of views, but I'm getting in the thousands and weird things as well. They really love the glazing video. So really, I've been working on increasing the size. I had a big size matters phase where every day I was trying to make a bigger and bigger size pot and I got up to 10 pounds and I realised I need to stop because I actually can't fire anything bigger (laughs) until I get the other kiln out so yeah i can i know that i'm capable of making something out of a 10 pound ball of clay i'm most comfortable around five six pounds and i really like bowls i didn't realize i like bowls so so much i've got hiccups you've probably heard it's because i drank some ginger ale (laughs) and now i've got hiccups so yeah, bowls are my thing. I've also started mess, just messing around, and making weird, weird shapes. When when I'm not really feeling it, you know, on those days where things aren't going right, I just embrace it and start making weird, weird shit. <laughs> I'll um I'll put one of my weird pottery videos up on on the blog as well. But yeah, I've I've I really do go for it if I'm. Instead of giving up and not doing anything, I just go with it now and just go crazy. <laughs> but for my part there there's been nothing better. I mean, the the beauty of being able to get up and just say, what am I going to make today? And then sit down and make it is just... I feel so lucky. And after I've had a, a, a morning morning and afternoon throwing I then usually just come down here to the beach and either I edit TikTok videos or cup dates if I have an order or I just sit and read today I went swimming I I don't go swimming every day because some days it just looks a bit murky or it looks a bit rough but I went swimming today and that's nice and I actually think that all those years of changing on a British beach underneath a towel is really, really, you know, it's paid off. It's really paid off being able to do that, sticking a bra on under a towel. An excellent skill, especially good for the Caribbean. (laughs) Anyway, that's it really. I wanted to offer my pieces in for international delivery but I'm really having trouble getting the box getting some pottery off the damn island it seems like they want you to import everything but god forbid you try and export anything seriously god forbid it's almost impossible I managed to get one box out as a favour but trying to get another one out is proving to be really really tricky. So yeah, stay tuned I'll let you know if I ever manage it. (laughs) But if you are on St Lucia and you're listening to this and you fancy coming along and having a look at what what I've made, message me and we can arrange a time for you to visit. I might even do a demonstration. (laughs) Take care of yourselves. Bye.